Talk Zone presents All Things Employment with Vicki Caza. All Things Employment with issues, answers, and information for today's job market. Here's your host, Vicki Caza. Hello, and welcome to the premiere of All Things Employment. I'm your host, Vicki Caza. All Things Employment really is a show that's been put together to help people in transition. People who may have recently been laid off, are having trouble finding new opportunities, looking to change careers or industries, etc. We hope the show will serve a few purposes. Give you tips and advice on finding new jobs, keeping you informed of the latest trends in job hunting, discuss what tools and techniques you will need to help set yourself apart from the competition, and to hear from you to share your stories and situations. Let me share a little bit with you about my background so you know where I'm coming from and, and you know that you can certainly trust what we're saying here, myself and the guests that I bring on. I'm a global human resources professional who spent the past 25 years or so in various human resource roles. I've worked for large international organizations. I've traveled to Japan, to Hong Kong, Korea, Vietnam, Switzerland, and many other places for my career. I left the corporate world in the summer of 2008 when my role as Senior Vice President of Human Resources for a large financial services organization was eliminated. So it's safe to say that I've been on pretty much both sides of the table when it comes to layoffs, reorganizations, downsizing, right-sizing, whatever buzzword is now being used for letting staff go. I've been there. It's never easy receiving or delivering the information. Now, many people scoff at that and think, well, as human resources professionals, it, you know, it must have been much easier for you giving the message than it was delivering the message, than receiving the message. But frankly speaking, anybody who's been an HR professional or knows anybody in the HR profession can appreciate the fact that it's an agonizing decision. It's an agonizing process. And if done correctly, and you always strive for it to be done correctly, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of looking at facts and figures, re-looking at facts and figures, being sure that the numbers that you're working with are true and valid numbers, and there's the human factor involved. Everybody who's involved in a layoff, either in receiving or delivering or just having to put the information together, is certainly affected by that. So for me, after the initial shock and disappointment wore off, I took stock of what, what I'd done in the past and what my next role could, would, or should be. I knew the competition would be tough and the job market would be tight, but I guess I never really expected what I did find. Each day the news brought more and more bad news about layoffs, company closings, hiring freezes, and I knew my chances of landing another opportunity were slim at best. Even in the, though the fact that I live and work in a major, New York, major city of New York, the competition is extremely tough out there and the jobs are very, very few and far between. So that's when I decided to reinvent myself. Rather than being employed by another great company, I decided to employ myself and start a great company. So we launched Causa Associates, LLC, as an employment services organization. And our goal is to help people get ready for their next opportunity. We don't necessarily place people in positions. We're not headhunters. We're not staffing. We're not, we're not an employment agency. But what we really do is help them develop great resumes, polishing up interview skills, riding that emotional wave of being between jobs, learning how to network, and launching personal job campaigns. Our company also presents workshops for groups 
and acts as a modified outplacement service. Now, maybe not everyone is familiar with what outplacement does, but if you are in a position or in a company who has offered outplacement, what that really is is a step to help you get back to your next opportunity. It is a place or a service that will allow you to either go to their organization on a daily basis or speak with a certified job counselor to help you get ready for that next job. They'll help you with resumes. They'll help you with interviewing. They'll also help you with mining the Internet. And when I say mining the Internet, it certainly is an extremely useful tool, but you need to know how to use it and what it can and can't do for you. So since I started the company, I've had the privilege of meeting and working with countless people these last few months. And what I found is that people who have been working with companies for 10 to 15 years are really having the hardest time. Resumes have changed in format, length, design, and style. Interviews are much more interactive than in the past. It's not only enough to know how to answer an interview question. It's equally important to know what questions to ask, aside from information about the company, the annual report, etc. I'll share with you something that I always found amazing in my role as a human resources professional and executive. When I'd interview anybody for a position, people always came very well prepared. They had their resume. They certainly had the right etiquette. They had the right technique. And I would tell them about the company and then speak to them about their resume and their work experience. And at the end of the meeting, I would always say, so do you have any questions? And more often than not, somebody would look at me and say, gee, you've answered everything. There's nothing else that I need to know. And my initial thought was, there is no way in this half-hour conversation that I've given you every bit of information you possibly can want from me to know whether or not this is the job for you. What people also forget is that an interview goes both ways. You're being interviewed for a job, yes, but you're also interviewing the job or the representative of the company to see if it would be a good fit for you as well. So it really goes both ways, which is why it's so important to really be prepared for that interview, to listen, and to ask questions. And it's not so uncommon knowledge at this point that 80%, that's 8 out of 10 of the really good jobs are never, ever posted on an Internet site. The roles that have the greatest potential are rarely, if ever, found on mass job boards. They're found in what is termed the hidden job market. And the only way to tap into that hidden market is through networking, good, old-fashioned relationship building. When we speak with people about networking and the work that we do here at Causa Associates, some look really puzzled. We've all become so used to the Internet for searching for jobs and anything else we do, from shopping to finding out entertainment spots, that we've shied away from actual conversations with others and prefer to stay in the safety and comfort of our homes in front of the computer. Online networking sites are certainly available and helpful, but nothing beats a face-to-face meeting. That's networking at its best. My hope is that this show will encourage listeners to tune in each week to hear and share information. I invite you to call in, ask questions about job hunting, ask about resumes, ask about interview techniques, and we'll be more than happy to share that with you as best we can. But I'd also like you to call in and share your situation. Have you been the victim of a layoff? Did you expect the news? How was it handled? Did you receive any type of compensation upon departure? And how has your job search progressed so far? Will your line of work benefit from the stimulus package at some point? In the coming weeks, 
We'll have guests and information that will share information about topics which will include employment legalities. Is there anything you can do even though you've been let go? If you anticipate a layoff, what should you do to prepare? Mergers and acquisitions. What can I expect if my company is merged or acquired? Finance. What are my options with my 401k or my severance package? Diversity and inclusion. What exactly does that mean and how important is it in my company? Careers in education or healthcare, aviation, are they worth pursuing? Employee surveys, are they worth the effort? And what do they really do with the information once you tell them how you feel? Our topic on this segment is career coaching and counseling. With competition being what it is today, each and every job seeker should consider having someone by their side guiding their efforts and their every move. When you think of great coaches from the sports world, what immediately comes to mind? For me, it's shared goals, passion, and a foolproof game plan. And these are among the benefits that job seekers will gain by working with a coach, an individual personalized coach who gets to know you, who gets to know what you're looking to do, who helps to understand what your career has been, what your career goals should be or could be, and how to get you prepared for that next step in your career. I've had the pleasure of working with my guest, Pam Grushka, in the past. Actually, Pam and I worked together for about three years. And Pam's had success coaching and counseling in a lot of different areas. She's coached and counseled in higher education at two universities and then joined the corporate world where she was a senior business partner in an HR function. In addition, Pam is an adjunct sociology professor and holds a master's degree in guidance and counseling. And she's here today to talk to us about the benefits of coaching, to add insights to this very useful tool, and to take your questions. So please feel free to call in and ask Pam some questions while we go through questions that I have of her that may be able to help you gain a better insight into exactly what a career coach can do. So Pam, thanks so much for joining the premier edition of All Things Employment. Thank you, Vicki. I'm very glad to be here. Um, good afternoon to you and all your listeners. Well, thank you very much. Pam, I'm so happy that you're able to join us today because I really do think that coaching, you know, when people think of coaching, they immediately, you know, think, oh, that may not be something I need to get into because I don't think they know enough about what coaching is or what coaching can do for them. So what I'd like to do is start off by asking you, what can you tell us about coaching? Can you define for us what coaching actually is? Sure, Vicki. You know, there's three words that come to mind immediately for me when I think about a coaching relationship. In addition to the things that you talked about in your example from the sports world, I think of it as a partnership. I think of the word trust, which I think is essential to a coaching relationship, to an effective coaching relationship. And I think about the mutual goals aspect of it. And, and I believe that a coach is in service of the coachee's goals. So it's not up to the coach to define the goals. It's, it's not up to the coach to achieve the goals. It's, it's up to the person who's think, seek, seeking excuse me, that help and advice and coaching. But the, the coach should be passionate and committed to those results, to helping that individual uh, get organized in, in thought and, and, and in, in soul and to help push them and inspire them, support them, question them, help them explore, and, and all of those things. 
Vicki, the International Coach Federation is, is a very good group and, and has a certification program at a number of levels for coaches. I really like their definition of coaching, and I'd like to share that with the group. This is a direct quote. Professional coaching is an ongoing partnership that helps clients produce fulfilling results in their personal and professional lives. Through the process of coaching, clients deepen their learning, improve their performance, and enhance their quality of life. And as you mentioned, right now, All Things Employment is, is focusing on helping folks who are either finding themselves in the job market or thinking about putting themselves voluntarily into it. And I, I can't think of a better time or circumstance, quite frankly, where that kind of partnership um, wouldn't be helpful. Mm-hmm. That's great, Pam. The definition just really is, it really sums it up very well for anybody who might not have known what coaching is or how coaching can be applied to an employment situation. I guess then too, Pam, in, in what you know about coaching and in your experience, are there different kinds of coaching, I guess is a question. And there certainly are. And, and coaching styles, coaching methods, um, coaches' experiences and credentials are varied and diverse. And there's a lot of different types of coaching and different types of background and credentials that can be effective in coaching. Primarily, people think of coaching in a couple of different venues or or types. One is executive coaching, and that's really working either with an executive within an organization or an executive in transition to either better their performance help them with their team's performance, or in in many cases, you know, help them find a new job. There's also team coaching, uh, which is another very important type of coaching where an individual works with with a group of people to help them be more effective in achieving results as a team. And that often blends individual coaching and and team coaching, but as a particular specialization. There's developmental or career coaching, which, again, can happen inside or outside of an organization. A lot of times people have developmental coaches or career coaches when they're working within an organization that may be assigned to them or that they can access or I think that also, that developmental and career coaching, is what you're perhaps focusing on today and, and with the work that, that you're currently doing. There's financial coaching. There's life coaching. Some people say there's corporate coaching, so you're doing it in the private sector. Um, but certainly coaches are, are used in the public sector as well. So those are some of the, the primary buckets or types of coaching, if you will. Well, that certainly covers a large gamut, a, la- a large section of uh, situations, and that's a, that's just great. I mean, I don't know if people have ever really thought about coaching in those terms. Again, especially if you look at coaching in a narrow focus, such as the sports world, professional coaches helping you know professional athletes become better at what they do. But the way you've positioned it, I think it certainly opens it up for people to really think about what they can do or you know, maybe what it is that a coach can do for them. And I guess a question that I'd ask you too, Pam, is how would a person know if they can use coaching? I mean, now that they've heard a little bit about what types of coaching there's out there, how would they actually know if they could benefit from coaching? Well, I think probably this may seem elementary, but it, it is perhaps the foremost way that an individual might know is just that they feel they would be open to a partner in the process, because this is not a a good or bad, a right or wrong. Some people feel very confident 
they feel very prepared to do whatever it is they need to do to achieve whatever goals they have. And I would say an individual who feels very confident, feels very prepared, feels like they know what they need to do, probably is not a person who, um, you know, may be the best candidate for coaching. Now, there are a whole lot of others of us, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> suffer, suffer moments of, of a little less confidence because maybe we have been downsized out of an organization. We see the economic landscape. We know there's so many other people out there like us. I think, you know, without without being too grand in, in what I'm about to say, you know, this particular moment in time that we are at in this country and in, in the job market is, is perhaps, you know, a time when everybody needs a coach, whether formal or informal, because there's so much going on. And so often if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're mm-hmm. feeling a bit scared, if you feel that you, you have a lot of good ideas or a lot of ideas and you don't know which ones are good, you know, if you want to go further than you've been in the past, if you want to change a, a complete, you know, um, direction in a career, um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're very learning-oriented and very open to accepting somebody else's ideas and advice, those would be some of the characteristics that I would say, you know, might point to um, uh, an opportunity to, to use a coach and to have success with a coach. Pam, I think that's absolutely fabulous. What we're going to do now is take a, a short break. We'd certainly love for you to stand by and come right back and join us at All Things Employment. We're speaking with Pam Grushka, career coach. Thank you. We'll be right back. 